If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. All right, players, TJ Rosine here, and we're going to talk scoring. Everybody loves talking about scoring and uh, how to score the ball more. But I'm going to give you a slightly different angle. I shared it with your coaches, so maybe you're going to hear it from your coaches on how to help you. But first, let's just send a shout-out and a thanks to our friends at Lead'em Up, our friends at PGC Basketball, Shot Tracker, and uh, Team Snap, and we appreciate all they do for us. And players, uh, today I want to talk about how to score more points. And I, I opened up um, – uh, about a story that that helped me to become a better player. I know um, in my my high school career, my college career were successful careers. Specifically in high schools, our all time leading scorer. Uh, but one of the things that changed my mindset uh, was something that my dad shared with me, and he was my high school basketball coach. And you know, he presented scoring to me um, as something that I, I needed to do to help the team. And uh, I was a pretty selfless guy; like I just wanted to win. But I was also maybe our best option at scoring. But uh, I like to think that he would have presented this to me. And I know that he did present it to other players on our team. And how important it was they scored more. And, um, and, I, and I appreciated that conversation a lot. But uh, it came around him sharing some stat lines with me, specifically in Michael Jordan. I know that you guys or, or gals might think of somebody else. You know, you have new players that you're – but when I was growing up, Michael Jordan was – was the guy, and he was leading the league and scoring every year. And I remember him bringing to me the stats on how Michael Jordan was leading and scoring. And I remember a few mind-blowing stats that he showed me, and it was around Jordan scoring 35 or 38 or 40 and only making four field goals, like four out of 17 or you know five for 19 or something like that. But then he would be 24 out of 26 from the foul line Um, or he would be, you know, some crazy number like that. And, you know, so Jordan always found a way to get buckets, whether it was he he was a defensive first team all defense in the NBA. He would get steals. And so uh, if you were just to do the math on it, you know, he, he was likely to get two or three steals a game and get it going the other way. And there was his four to six points. He was likely to get two offensive rebound putbacks. He was going to get a back cut for a dunk. He was going to shot fake and get to the foul line or challenge you at the rim. And before he ever made a jumper, you know, he was getting it 14, 16, 18 points, and he was cooking. And then all of a sudden, the jumper starts falling. You start seeing numbers like 30, 40, 45, 50. You know, he puts up crazy, insane numbers. But he didn't do it the way a lot of you think that he did it. He doesn't do it the only way that uh, people imagine. A lot of times it's Steph Curry hitting 10 threes. And Curry's another good example. He scores the ball in a multitude of ways. Now three is a big part of his game. But a lot of you out there, you want to score more points and you want to be more attractive um, to coaches. But hopefully, more importantly, you just want to help your team win. And your team needs points. You know, There's nothing wrong with scoring buckets. There's nothing wrong with helping your team by putting the ball in the basket. But your approach might not be right. You might be thinking about, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go knock down threes. Well, you know, if you knock down five or six threes a game and you have 25 games, you know, you're likely to, if all you are is a shooter, you're likely to do that maybe seven or eight games. What about the other 17? What about the other 18 games? What about those games? Well, teams are going to play you tougher. You're not going to get those looks. You might be off one night, you know. 
So you're really putting your team in a little bit of a bind because you're just strictly a shooter that may or may not get the ball to fall, and you're going to have to find a way to score in other ways. Well, you know, what if every night, you know, you got an offensive putback worth two? What if every night you got in transition and got a bucket or two? What if every time you had a good shot fake and you got to the foul line and made two or, free, two or three free throws, you're up to eight, nine, ten points before you've even taken a shot? And before you've even taken a shot, you've got to that point. You can consistently put up that 8, 9, 10 points for your team. And then you make some shots. Now you're at 14, 16, 18, 20, whatever it is that you get to, depending on your shot volume. Then you become a really consistent scorer uh, for your team. But it's my experience, and I work through this with college players all the time, that that's not the approach that they're taking. They're thinking about, I need to have a big game. Specifically, one of the areas I see this against is zone. We start playing zones, and every player's like, we need to make threes. What about all the offensive rebounds? What about the transition buckets? What about you know knifing in the middle and getting to the foul line? There's a lot of ways to score, but most people go in with the approach, well, we got to make threes, and if we don't, we lose. I'd say you're basing your game on hope. I'd say you have a wrong approach to how you're going to win that game. I think you're, you know, you're thinking small-minded. You're not thinking about other ways this can happen. You're not thinking really what you should be thinking is, you know what? How are we going to win this game even if we just shoot the ball horribly tonight? Rather than the mindset of we can only win the game if we shoot really well tonight. You should be trying to figure out the other problem. And no different with your scoring. When you go into the game and you're thinking about how you're going to score, your team's going to score. You know, I, I think of it from an unselfish perspective. You know, I'm going to score 8, 10, 12, 14, whatever for my team because I want to help my team win. And I want to be as efficient as I can possibly do be in doing that. And I would love to steal buckets for them to be able to be a more consistent scorer. So one of the things you can do is take stock of your own personal game and start looking at, well, hey, where am, where am I coming up short? So if you find, you know, you're not getting any buckets in transition, you know, you're behind the eight ball. If you find you get no offensive rebounds, you're behind the eight ball. And if you're getting no steals, turnovers, creating off your defense, you're behind the ball. So now it just comes down to can I get to the foul line and can I make buckets? Well, you don't have a good shot fake. You don't have a good jump stop game. You don't know how to be crafty around the rim. You've got to develop that or you're not getting those kind of buckets. So now it just comes down to pure shooting. And most great players I've ever been around cannot survive this way. You might be able to be a good shooter, but you're probably never going to be a great scorer. Scorers don't just rely on shooting. They have a lot of ways to to be able to score the ball. And the best thing for your team, really the best thing for your career, and the best thing for you moving forward is to be a great scorer and not just a great shooter. Um, I shared with them that Clay Thompson scored 112 points in two games off a total of 16 dribbles. I think most of us trying to score 100 points in two games can't even fathom dribbling the ball less than 100 or 200 times. Like, I got to go get buckets. I got to force it. I got to make it happen. Well, Clay plays really efficient without the ball. How are you doing playing without the ball? Does the ball have to be in your hands for you to score all the time? Or can you touch it for one second and score it? A quick shot, a quick back door, a quick steal, a quick offensive putback. Can you have the ball in your hands for one, two, three, four seconds and be a scorer without having to have it in your hands for long periods of time and go get, and go get buckets? So, players, I just wanted to challenge you. This is a short little episode of thinking about how you might be able to maximize your potential as a player. And really, you know, every player on your team maximizes their potential. So I would say 
Go beyond yourself. What if you could help your teammates all just get one or two more buckets a game? You just help them to steal points. Then your whole team gets better. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with you going out there and coming with focus with how do I get these points and then helping your teammates get those points. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting points. That's a game of basketball. You've got to score more than your opponent. But my challenge to you is revisit your approach. You know, am I thinking, gosh, I need to have a big game tonight and I've got to make shots? That's a lot of pressure on yourself. Flip that upside down and say, you know what? I'm going to go get 8 or 10, 12 hard-nosed baskets here. I'm going to steal some points for our team. And by the way, if I shoot it well, it's going to be a big game. But even if I don't shoot it well, it's going to be a good game. I'm going to get those for my team anyway. So that's an outside-the-box approach, a thought. Think about where you're coming from. I know I'd love to see you be a better scorer. I know you'd love to be a better scorer. I know your coach would love you to be a better scorer. And so um, there's some tricks and trades and little things you need to be looking at and evaluating in your game so that you can become a better scorer. At Coach TJ Rosine at Hardwood Hustle, um, players, we're rooting for you. We're pulling for you. I hope you're having a great season, and we'll see you soon.